Dinosaurs all died out 65 million years ago. This is probably what most of you are taught in school, but how accurate is it? A new book called Flying Dinosaurs challenges this myth, arguing that the birds all around us are in fact descendant from prehistoric cousins. Joining me to explain more this Science Week is the author of the book and editor of Australian Geographic, John Pickrell. John, good morning. Hi there. So are all modern birds related to dinosaurs in some form? Yeah, absolutely. They're not just related to dinosaurs. Uh, birds actually are dinosaurs, and they're part of the carnivorous group of dinosaurs called theropods. So um, <clears throat> dinosaurs and birds share more than 80 unique features of their skeletons and many other things about their physiology. So we've really come to realize that you know, birds aren't, aren't just the descendants of dinosaurs. They are living dinosaurs. And so, uh, does that mean that the ones, the uh, the animals, the big animals like um, the Diplodocus, the big, uh, I guess, four-legged animals that would uh, would wander around and eat plants, did die out, and it was only the meat-eating ones that survived and evolved? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, the birds birds are um, related quite closely related to animals like Velociraptor. So they're sort of a, a nested group within the carnivorous dinosaur group. But what that does mean is that an animal like uh, T. Rex or a Velociraptor is much more closely related to a sparrow or a chicken than it than it is to the bigger herbivorous dinosaurs. And so, what about the bigger, uh, more vicious birds like the falcons and, and eagles? Are they also connected or is other is the chicken sort of more related in some way no because birds will come from uh, there you know there was one line that birds came down and, and modern birds really evolved later so there, there were uh, more primitive lineages of birds that were around at the same time as, di- as, as dinosaurs and then really modern birds came a little bit later so do we know why they shrunk to such an extent we don't really have any birds that are bigger than than the wedge-tailed eagle yeah, I mean, there was a study that came out just a few weeks ago from the South Australian Museum showing that um, in, in this lineage of dinosaurs that led to modern birds, that there had been this in, incredible kind of tenfold shrinking over 50 million years from, from animals that had been um, enormous, kind of T-Rex size, down, down to bird size. And really that shrinking was a prerequisite for flight because very large animals were not going to be able to fly. But, but what does seem to have happened is that... Um, you know, whatever led to modern birds de- developing and evolving, they, they haven't really been able to go back. They, they've all stayed on pretty much the same body plan. They're, you know, they're small, feathered, flying animals, and there's a little bit of variation in that, but none of the huge variation that we, that we saw in the uh, more um, prehistoric dinosaur group. So is the, the ostrich, emu, and cassowary sort of outliers in all of this? Um, actually, interestingly, those animals are some of the most um, primitive of modern groups. So they're, they're kind of the branch of the uh, modern uh, birds that, that evolved earliest. So that, and that includes emus, cassowaries, ostriches, rears, and then some extinct birds such as the uh, giant moas of New Zealand and the elephant birds of Madagascar. I'm speaking with John Pickrell, author of Flying Dinosaurs, about what really happened to these prehistoric creatures. So, obviously, it, it does sound logical. Um, you sort of see, see some dinosaurian movements in some of these birds, but how are we able to prove this, considering we, we didn't have a huge amount of records? Well, so <clears throat> people started to think that... that um 
birds were closely related to dinosaurs in the 1860s when a very famous missing link fossil called Archaeopteryx was found. But it, it wasn't really until the 1960s when, when we found some very complete skeletons of animals that were related to Velociraptor that um, scientists in the US started to reconsider that really dinosaurs and birds were very closely related because they, they found a series of these fossils that suggested the animals were pack hunters. And, and they looked like uh, kind of athletic, speedy, predatory kind of animals. And they just didn't seem like the kind of slow, dim-witted, uh, scaly, reptilian animals that dinosaurs imagined to be. And it was at that point that they started to realize that dinosaurs and birds were probably very closely related. And over, over time, it was seen that there were many, many small features of the skeletons that were only shared by birds and dinosaurs. But since then, we've things. So the... the um, egg structure, the way that dinosaurs laid their eggs, we can see in the fossils some things about their lung structure that show they have a very unusual that modern birds have. And really a whole range of <clears throat> other things have shown that they're, they're one and the same group, really. So we've had other large reptiles at the time of the dinosaurs, crocodiles being a pretty good example of that. They haven't decided or haven't uh, needed to evolve. Do we know what caused the, the big plant-eating dinosaurs to die out, these little ones to evolve and the crocodiles uh, to stay the same? Actually, crocodiles haven't said this. And there, there have been a, um, many different body forms of crocodile. There are some crocodiles that had, uh, l you know, long legs that, that um, they had underneath them, a bit, bit more like uh, mammal. And there were many uh, small species of crocodiles too. But um, the, the thing that killed off the larger dinosaurs is very likely to have been an asteroid or a comet that struck the Earth about 66 million years ago, and it caused an, an enormous cataclysm right across the planet. It probably would have been wildfires all over the surface of the planet and at that point nothing larger than about 25 kilograms made made it past that point so we can see in the fossil record that anything larger than 25 kilos uh, disappeared at that point and so the advantage that birds had is that they were a very very small size and, and uh, many of them could fly and when, when there's some kind of local disaster if you're able to fly away from the disaster or fly long distances searching for food you're much more likely to survive so experts aren't absolutely sure but they're some of the reasons why we think birds survived and the other dinosaurs didn't filmmakers have decided not yet to put feathers on their dinosaurs jurassic world which comes out next year has made some some controversy in the the paleontological circles by not putting uh, feathers on their dinosaurs how sure are we that at least some of these smaller dinos did have feathers we're absolutely sure because we there are now about 40 species that have been found many of them in china that have uh, incredible fans of feathers around the fossils. I mean, you, you can actually see the individual structure of, sort of single feathers around the arms and legs. And then other animals, they have a kind of fuzzy, downy covering of feathers. So, and, it, and it's not just in 40 species, it's sometimes in thousands of individual fossils of this species. So, so we're absolutely sure that m most carnivorous dinosaurs have feathers now. And even in species that are well known, such as Velociraptor, they, they, although we've not found fossils with feathers around them because they're in the wrong part of the world for that kind of preservation we have found pits in the forearms of these animals and in modern birds these pits are where large feathers are attached so we actually think velociraptor had large feathers on its forearms well uh, thank you for joining us john thank you that's the author of flying dinosaurs and the editor of australian geographic john pickrell